We're doing the review of yesterday's daf daf tezvav. Today's tezayin. What did we learn in yesterday's daf? Um, and before we start, we are learning the nishmas from Bashmol Shimon, my nishmas Aliyah, Daniel Barnett Baruch Ben Yehuda Leib Ve'Emi, and Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Alevi, and also we have a mind for Shalema. And and um, I write. And it's working so far. The full Shleimah brachas are working. Baruch Hashem. Everybody. That's everybody. It does work. It mamish works. The cold is getting better. Yeah, oh the cold's God. getting better. Baruch That's Hashem. Don't ask. You know, I was okay. sick like a dog. That day. I ask you, see nothing wrong with me. Okay. What did we learn yesterday? So we started with a, a question. We talked about uh, what Achar Zmani is. Because as we call, there's a machlokis between Rav Chizda and Rav Ashi. Rav Chizda says that there are three levels. There's the immediate, then there's uh, the amount of time that it takes to, for a woman to put her hand underneath a pillow and get the abedika cloth and then check herself, and that's the middle time. And then there's the achar zman, of the, which is the achar achar, which is the time it takes to get off the bed and go wash yourself in the washroom. Okay, so that's the three levels, and each of the three dinim on that. Okay, then, Rav, then we saw Rav Ashi says, no, that the, this is one time, the time it takes to get off the bed and, and, and wash yourself, the same, uh, that's if she has the aid biyada, that she has her bedikah cloth in her hand. And uh, the other one is where she has to find the bedikah cloth and she's not getting off the bed, she's doing it on the bed. But it's exactly the same time, that's the akhar zaman, it's not the akhar akhar, the akhar akhar is after that. Okay, comes along, uh, the Gemara now asking a question, and uh, we said that we quoted uh, that the Rav Lozabra Sadok asked the Chachamim in Usha, what is the Achersman? And they told him, you know, like, and he said to them, maybe you hold like Rabbi Kiva, that it's Mitame, uh, and therefore you don't need to know the time because it's not relevant. It's Tame no matter what. Achersman, not Achersman. Each, each time that we say Tame, not only to her, to her, but even to him. So they said, look, we don't know. We don't know. We haven't heard of Pshat. So he said, well, I'll tell you what. The Chacham and Yavna say that um, if she didn't wait, that's still Tochazman. That's not the Acherzman. And therefore, and in that case, they'll both be Tami Misafik, but Pater from a Korban of Achadas, but they will be Chayv and Asham Tolui. If it's a amount of time to take off, to get off the bed and to that's already akhar zman, that meaning akhar akhar, and um, and that's uh, um, and the same din is true by that will be the, by the din of the meis ace or pekidu pekida that uh, basically um, her the one who had relations with her was only going to be tami maka, but not metami as a boel nida, and Rabbi Kiva argues and says that it'll be metami as even as a boel nida now. Rev, Rev Yuda, the son of Rev Yechon Mezachi, says, neither is true. It's not only, not only is it not Tame Nida, uh, the meaning Tame Shiva for seven days, or is it not Tame as a Maga, but he's Tar, that's what it sounds like, he's Tar completely. Okay? He can even enter into the Echal and be Makter the Ktar. So we'll explain Rev Yuda, the son of Rev Yechon Mezachi, Shita soon. So the Gemara says, this quote here from Rav Lozbert Sadok fits beautifully with Rav Chizda. 
Because that's why the Chacham say it's tar. That's called Acher Acher. And, uh, but according to Rav Ashi, that's the, you sh- it, 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 why would the Rabbanon say it's tar? It should be Tameh. That's the middle level, I thought. So the Gemara says, maybe you'll say that, well, it's talking about where the aid was not in her hand, and then she got off the bed, which is Acher Acher. You have to put that information in there. So the Gemara says, you know, that's a good Kasha on Rav Ashi. We blab with the Kasha, remain with the question. Then we got into Rabbi Yudha, the son of Rabbi Yechem and Zakai's Shita. And he says that uh, he can even go into the Eichel, be makta the Ktoyus. Ad Kedekach. So much so. Okay. So the question is, but he's Nagea in a Me'ez. Isn't that, I mean, what happened to the din of it? I mean, uh, if you touch a Nida, you're also Tamei, at least, um, and, and she was considered Nida retroactively, so it's the same thing. So my answer is <coughs> that Rabbi Yudha, the son of Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, is Mekel like Shammai in the Mishnah, first Mishnah, that uh, he says, Kolonashim, Dayan Shaitan, even, and therefore, they're not Metamezes backwards. So, what about the fact that he's a Balkari? That also he had relations. Isn't that itself enough to make him Tameh, at least that he can't go into Eichel? No, he wasn't Kamar Biaso. He did not actually have a bodily emission. He just you know, had the act without the, without the bodily emission, and therefore, um, he would only have been Tameh with Maga, but that's not she's not metame retroactively according to Shammai, and uh, therefore he can be going to Eichel and uh, and do avodah Eichel. Okay, <clears throat> the Chacham agreed with Kiva by Kesem. So we had a machlokas in the Gemara. What does that mean? They agree with Rub Kiva by Kesem. So Rav says what that means is is that when it comes to a stain, it means that then they agree to Rub Kiva that everything's retroactive, not only for her till the, when we know that it was clean, meaning the last time she checked her garment and saw that it was clean, that's what, only until there she assumed tohar. But any time past that, we are worried that maybe she's tummy. And, uh, and that's the same thing. And if they had relations at any time past that, then he will be tummy just like her. That's lima freya, meaning we're talking in a retroactive state. That's Yitas Rav, and it's going like Rameiro, who is very machmir in Ksamim in general. Shmuel says, no, it's only Mikan and Lavot, it's only from here on in. And it's going like the Rabbanon, who are more Mekel and Ksamim, don't, they, don't take, take, they don't consider a stain as a real Nida. It's only, we're Machmir, but it's only from here on in that maybe she's a Nida from now, not backwards. Okay. So the Gemara says, what's Pshat, that it's Metama, Mekan that they're going to agree to give it, that from here on in, She's Matama. Uh, okay, of course. I mean, she's a Kesem now, so of course she should be Tame. And if he would have relations, he would be Tame too. What kind of, that's like Shkayach, you know? What do you mean you're agreeing to Rebekah in that case? So the Gemara says, it's not so obvious. Because once, when you think about it, the 24-hour re- retroactivity was a din <clears throat> of a rabbinic law. That we made her Tame retroactive. Okay? Ksamim themselves are only Midrabanan. They're not Dindaraisa, they're not Daraisa Nida. So in Wonderabanan, we w- didn't take it so far as to make the, the one who had relations with her uh, uh, Tame. So the same thing we should do by Ksamim. We not take it that far to make the one who had relations with her Tame. That's the, that's the point. It's uh, to, to differentiate rabbinic law. Yeah. So the Gemara says, okay, Gavaldik is telling me that that's not the case. Great. So now I see that it's a Kiddush, but how do you know that that's true? So the Gemara says, the reason why is because there's a fundamental difference. When it comes to the mace lace, she saw today. Yesterday, she didn't see anything. So there's no evidence that's, 
that's in front of your face that that's indicating that there's that that that, that she's in Eden. So therefore, we could be mekel on the husband. Okay, um, it's not a shor shachot lefanecha, a slaughtered ox in front of you, which is basically like evidence in front of your face. That's the expression that the Gemara uses. Same thing mm-hmm. over here. But the opposite is true by the, by the Kesem. The Kesem is, look, she, she has a stain. Where do you think it came from? It didn't come from the, the lice because it's too big. It didn't come from the butcher. She wasn't at the butcher. She wasn't doing anything with blood. So where else do you think it comes from? It's Shosh Shachal There's evidence that's clear that, from, that, she, that, 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 that there's me the blood here. Okay, and therefore, it makes sense to be machmer on him as well as on her, and that's the why it's different. Okay, brings us to the next Mishnah. We said all women are becheskes tyra to their husbands. When a husband comes from the road, she is a becheskes tyra. So the question is, what is the extra line when a husband comes from the road? We just said, all women are becheskes tyra to Balan. End of story. Could have ended the Mishnah there. What's the add-on of this extra case? Says the Gemara. Um, why do you have to say Bam Because I might have thought that maybe the only reason why he has a right to make assumptions that everything's fine is because when he's around, when he's in town, he's at work, comes home from work, he can assume that everything that his wife has permitted him because she knows that he's around and therefore she makes herself uh, clear that she's 100% tar, that, that would be that, and she's ready for that. As a, and she checked herself, and that's why you have a right to rely. As opposed to when he's out of town and he comes in from out of town, and that was unexpected. So then, um, that it, it, she's not expecting that, so maybe she doesn't check herself, so maybe he can't make any assumptions anymore. That's why I have to tell you, even there. Now, comes along with Shlakesh in the name of Yudin Nasiya, and he says that this holding that we're talking about, that you can assume that everything's fine, is only when you came within the time before the next Re'iyah uh, was expected, the next um, period was expected. So in other words, let's say she sees on the 15th of the month, and uh, now she was already, it was, it was like, you know, after she had already went to the mikvah, he, came, he, he went away on, uh, on, the 20, on the 25th of the month, and he came back the 29th. Three days later. So yes, the next time she's expected to see is not till the next month, 15th. So there's nothing to worry about. That's the only time that Reish Lakish says in the review the Nasiya that you have a right to rely. But if you cross the line, if you cross the line past that, then, there's, then, then you have to make sure and verify that, she, that she's permitted to you. You can't make any assumptions. Rav Huna says an interesting line that took a lot of clarification. He says that this is only true when she doesn't have a vest. Vesas. But if she does, then she's forbidden to have relations. So the Gemara says, that's completely opposite logic. If she doesn't have a vest, then it could happen at any, any time. time. That should be problematic. If she has a vest, you know it didn't come yet, so everything's fine. So what are you talking about? So the Gemara says, you're, what, he mean, what he's really saying is a different idea. He says, what it means is, is that if it didn't come, the time of the vest, not that she doesn't have a vest, but the vest didn't come yet. As opposed to if the vest did come, then all bets are off, and then it's basically saying the same thing as Rish Lakish. Okay, that's uh, that's one shot, and they're both saying both Rish Lakish in the name of Rabbi Dinasiya and Rafuna are basically saying vestos are deraisa. That need to check yourself when the period is expected is deraisa, and if you don't, they're assumed tummy finished.
Okay, that's the assumption. That's what that's what seems to be at play over here. Rabbi Barbachana says that actually it's not true. Even if the time of Vesas comes, she's still mutter to her husband, and that's because the whole din Vestos is only Durbanan, and you have a right to assume that she's fine. Okay. Rav Ashi had another version of Rav Huna. Basically, his understanding of Rav Huna is that it's only when there's no Vesas liyamim, but the Vesas that she has is a yamim in Kvitzos type of vest that requires two factors, the day factor as well as the action factor that she has to jump. Okay? Since uh, it's dependent on an action that may or may not have happened, we don't have to assume that it happened. And that's why it's okay. But if she has a vessel that's just days and you're coming after the days, so then of course... You got it's going to be usher, and that's because vestos are derais. And Rabbi Rechan argues and says, no, even if for vestos liyamim, we only hold vestos are derbanan, and therefore he could assume that everything's fine. Okay, comes along Rav Shmuel in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, so he says if a woman has a vestos, her husband can do the math and say when is her vestos on the fifteenth. All I need to do is count out seven days past the fifteenth. She goes to the mikvah that night, and then the next day she's fine. So I, I'm based on my calculations, she should be fine, and therefore when I come home, I can just climb in the bed and know that everything's fine. Okay, that's what uh, Rav Shmuel says. Okay, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, <clears throat> can he even have relations with her based on his calculations? Comes along Rav Shmuel Bar Yiba says to Rabbi Abba, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, uh, would he? Is that true even by a yalta? Because as we know, the young women, young wives, were not so quick to run to the mikvah. And they were embarrassed to go to the mikvah. So what they would do is, they would, uh, you know, they needed to, you know, some, some encouragement to go. So the husband would have to be Mephaisar, so either a candle at dinner or something, he would have to, whatever gets her going with her to be more amenable to, to, do, to go to the mikvah, that's what he would do. So he said to her, um, 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 uh, so is that true? I mean, even for Yalta, would he say that then? So he said back to him, we're not talking about a case where she definitely saw Dam. It's only a Vesas that she may or may, that we have an expectation. We, we don't know that she saw. It, the whole thing's a Suffolk in the first place. So even, since the whole thing is only also me Suffolk anyway, so you add on to the fact that, uh, that, that the, the calculation is she, any, maybe she never saw the, uh, a Riyah. And even if she did see a Riyah, maybe she already went to the mikvah because based on the calculations, she had enough time to go to the mikvah. So therefore, there's enough to rely on and therefore it's okay. But if it was definite that she saw, then you can't assume anything until you hear Beferish that she went to mikvah. Okay. Because the rule is, Suffolk Vivadai ain't Suffolk Multimedia Vivadai. That's the rule. So Gmar says, really? Do you mean to tell me that we never let a suffix override a vada? We brought a few examples that we seem to do that. Number one is the Braisa talking about a chaver. A chaver dies, and there's a basket full of fruit. Um, we say, even if those fruits were picked that day, they are becheskes misukanin, they are assumed to be fine. Ah, it's a definite tevel. Maybe it was tied, maybe it wasn't tied. And the suffix is multimedia vada. So the Gemara says that's not the same thing. Either it's a vada vada because of Rav Chanin Chuzal who says that there's a chazak on every chavit that they don't let anything 
leave their hands unless it's masukan. So therefore, if it's in the box, it's been clean, it's been taken care of. And secondly, or it's a suffix also because you don't know if it was even mechuyven tithes because there's ways, there's loopholes, legal loopholes that you could avoid the, the need to tithe as well. And therefore, it's not, you know, you say maybe he checked, maybe he cleaned it, or maybe it wasn't mechuyven in the first place. So it's a suffix, multimedia suffix, and that's the difference. But if okay. it wasn't mechuyven, then you could tell, no? Like it's a different state. There's a physics, no? And what the no, no, because you bring it into the house while it still has the chaff, uh-huh. and then you remove the chaff in the house. Oh, okay. There's a, once like, it's, oh, I thought you once had it's to in, it's, uh, right, it's, oh, there's okay. a trick, whatever. Once you no, did I it, thought you have to leave it It in doesn't the work for Achilles Keva, but it does work to say that it's not the, to feed the animals. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but after uh, you have it in the house, yeah, you, you you brought it in in a in a backwards yeah, window. It's like bringing it through the window. The window. He, uh, Gemara gave a, a different example, not yeah, the window so. case, but and we say and the Gemara jumps on you because you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, but, but if you brought it is, in, the point is, it's a doubt. It's not a hundred percent. If it was hundred okay. percent, you're right. No it maybe ain't something much But we're yeah. talking about it's also a possibility. Okay. We did see another example of seemingly a suffix much from the case of the shifcha. And this maidservant in, in this city of Rimon that threw, a, threw into a pit uh, a, a, a miscarriage, okay? A fetus. And, a fetus, right, of a, from a miscarriage. And the coin went and um, checked to see if it's a male or female. And, they, oop, and then he realized that he may have been OL on the maid. He didn't see, but he just put his head to look. He glanced for a second. Then he realized, and um, he went to the Chachamim, and the Chacham said that, uh, that he's tar because there's a lot of animals that would eat such a baby, uh, you know, a fetus, and therefore they probably grabbed, gra- uh, dragged it to their lair, you know, because they hang out in that spot. So the question is, I, it's a Suffolk, and Suffolk is supposed to be the Abadi. So the Gemara says, one answer is, is that it wasn't clear that it was uh, for sure a fetus that was fully formed. Because only a fully formed fetus is one that will make her, uh, make him tame. And uh, that is itself adds on to the suffix. So it's suffix, no, it's going to be suffix. That's number one. Um, I, even though he said it would, to know whether it was male or female, but, uh, you know, it's two stages. Or... Um, um, that's one answer. Another pshat is, is that Chulda and Bardas live there. They for sure took it, and therefore it's a vada and that is where we left off, and we'll take it from here.